It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what's up? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing all right. I apologize for my voice. My voice is going out. For the past few days, it was completely out. And uh, today it's it's going back and forth. So if I sound like I'm going through puberty again, just deal with it, man. Hitting that third puberty, getting that extra, yeah. getting just going down octaves. Isaac Hayes, yeah. puberty. Maybe if I sound like I'm going through puberty one more time, you just better deal with it. Uh, welcome back to the show. Here we are. We made it. We're back. Let's just jump right into it, man. Let's talk about some trending topics. Something that I know you're really excited about. Jonathan Bernthal is officially coming back. Yeah, if anybody's going to play Frank Castle, it should probably be him. I don't know who else yeah. would be any good at that. So Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, sure. <laughs> A old ass Dolph. Jonathan Murthal's coming back, but Deborah Ann Wool and Eldon Henson are reportedly not expected to come back. Names like that. Foggy and Karen. People are upset about it. I'm just like, mm, this might be a hot take, but everybody, including the Punisher, Everybody but Charlie Cox and even him a little was overacting way too much because everybody was doing that uh, 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 stuttering yeah. thing to be serious. I'm like, dude, just say the words, especially her. But, you know, she got that God of War money, so it's fine. Yes, yeah, she did. She's like, I don't need to be in 18 episodes. I'm not doing that. The official Marvel website issued a press release regarding a new superhero debuting in What If Season 2 show that i was not excited about at all in fact i think i got pushed back to 2024 so even less excited about it because i don't know if i'll be even alive in 2024 so <laughs> i love you just <laughs> move that goalpost it's always like yeah. i don't know maybe yeah i don't like to go i don't like to put it too far I don't yeah, like to, you know i like to be realistic kohori is a young mohawk woman who comes across the tesseract back before the colonization of america very cool don't know much about her, but it's cool that they're creating an actual character for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love pre-colonization, anything like that. I think that's cool alternate history. So I'm excited yeah. to see what comes of that. Batman Caped Crusader was canceled by HBO Max. I was pretty bummed about that. Yeah, yeah. But it's officially received a two-season order from Amazon. That's why they took away Amazon Smile was for the Caped Crusader. They discontinued <laughs> giving to nonprofits so they could. Well, we, yeah, we need to make money. We need a Batman. We need to be able to go to Mars. Also, we need this Batman cartoon. James Gunn officially will be the director and writer of DC Studios Superman Legacy. Oh, God. James Gunn sucks. Why would he? He's going to suck at this. He's never put out a good movie. Uh, it's going to be fine. He's obviously a good writer. He's obviously a good director. Yeah, his win to loss ratio is. Pretty good. That's all I got for for trending topics. We'll be right back. I'm going to try to drink some hot tea. Hot tea. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. And thanks for giving us a second to catch our breath. This is the section of the podcast where we review a trade. And if I wasn't under the weather, then I would call it a trade review. And I'm not going to do that this time. So I'll do it. It's a trade review, guys. There it is. (laughs) On this episode of the podcast, we are reviewing a book called Batman Superman World's Finest. As always, Sam, I want to know what you thought when I uh, sent this book your way. Superman, in my opinion, 
I think he has some really good hits, but a lot of times like uh eh, same old, same old with Superman. Yeah. But I've always loved the world's finest subtitle. It reminds yeah. me a lot of the Bruce Tim produced movie that they did, Batman Superman World's Finest. Yeah. I like seeing them work together because they're like frenemies. Yeah. <laughs> and this one they're like best friends. Yeah, though. they're they're good buds. <laughs> but it's still you know, it's cool to see how they complement each other. Which is funny because, like, <laughs> even in this, it's kind of like, oh, well, Superman is stacked and then Batman is a good detective. Yeah, Superman doesn't need Batman. Yeah, yeah, he, he lets him solve crimes to make him feel better. But at any rate, yeah, I was, I thought it'd be cool. Plus, Dan Mora. Batman Superman World's Finest, issue number one, written by Mark Wade, art and cover by Dan Mora, The Dark Knight, The Man of Steel. They are the two finest superheroes that the world has ever known and they're together again in an epic new series from the legendary talents of mark white and dan mora as i already mentioned in the not too distant past superman's powers are supercharged from a devastating chemical attack by the villain metallo oh i thought that was metallo yeah that's that sounds better and the only ally that the ultra powerful man of tomorrow can turn to in this turbulent hour is gotham's own dark vengeance the batman A nearly fatal burst of power drives Bruce Wayne to his own extreme measures to help his friend, enlisting none other than the Doom Patrol for aid. It's the world's greatest superheroes from the world's greatest comic book talent in an epic comic book experience that kicks off the next big events in the DCU. Get ready, it's time to soar. My voice was going out like every other sentence. (laughs) Sounds sexy, though. It was really cool to see... The Doom Patrol in this one. I was glad that they pulled them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I also appreciate that this book was set in the past. Like, you didn't have to know what was going on in the current DCU Mm -hmm. to get this book. And like you said, World's Finest kind of works better when it's a little hokey. I like the old school 1940s, 50s, World's Finest, Batman and Superman. Mm -hmm. Silly stuff. Like, they're playing baseball together. and like Really dumb, (laughs) dumb books. There's a lot of like piggybacking, uh, flying people and like just holding people while they're flying, which yeah. really makes like a great Batman Superman team up. Anytime you see Superman just holding Batman, not necessarily, he wasn't, it wasn't a bridal hold. He was just like carrying yeah. him. It's great. What were your favorite things from issue number one, man? What caught your eye? Oh man, there were some really interesting things in one, and I was kind of disappointed it didn't. So I thought that maybe you picked this because I was like, oh, he's always talking about electric blue Superman. And yeah, this whole thing is he gets stabbed by this red kryptonite, liquid red kryptonite. And I'm like, oh shit, this is it. Cause it talks about how it changes his chemistry and all this. I'm like, oh man, here it's going to be. <laughs> At least a flash, some kind of nod to it. There were a few times in this book that I thought it was going to happen. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, there's about to be a nod to Electric Blue, man. I'm excited. Yeah, Dan Moore, Electric Blue would have been great. Yeah, it didn't happen. Um, But it was cool. And I, like I said earlier, I thought the inclusion of Doom Patrol was really nice. Batman's like, oh, I know, like a crazy doctor that could, <laughs> you know, it was great. Um, Because in the same reason why I like Batman Brave and the Bold cartoon there's such a rich history with DC and the, I mean, half of it is hokey, but there's such yeah. a rich history. Why not bring in some of these other characters? They're just as good as you. 
Yeah, I think it works better that it's hokey, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was kind of cool, you know. Um, of course, this Doom Patrol is only three characters. Yeah. So I'd like to see more of like the whole team that's at least on the TV, because that's my really my first introduction to it. That's the TV show, so it would have been interesting to see a little bit more background there. But I did learn more about the characters, you know, some of the characters that are on the TV show in here, so that was cool. Yeah, sort of the mainstays. Um, I liked seeing Dick, Grayson, Robin. It's been a while, man, since we've seen mm-hmm. some good Dick, Robin <laughs> action, man. Robin, Robin Dick. Robin Dick, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, man, and I just... I don't even register like yeah we know that he's the first robin but i don't even register dick grayson as robin anymore like i don't even think right. about when i think about robin i usually probably think about tim drake or damien right yeah so it's been a long time since i've read anything or it's really in the era where he was dick grayson or when dick grayson was robin i wasn't even really reading batman comics it was like way back in the day yeah a million years ago in like the 80s I think is when he changed to Nightwing. Yeah, so well, I Myers thought was, was sure? it wasn't seventies. I don't know. I only wonder because I just know that like collar. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the late seventies. It was during the Judas contract, whatever the Terra uh, betrayed them. Mm-hmm. So whenever that was, um, yeah, I'm not sure. And you, <laughs> but we have a a buddy of ours that listens to the show that always makes fun of my uh, incorrect Batman facts. <laughs> Because I hate Batman. <laughs> we so do a ready, lot of research here. Get ready for yeah. more. Get ready for more of those. We do a <laughs> shit ton of research. Blatantly start making making stuff up. Yeah. And the origin yeah. of the Batman's bat nipples is when he had to feed the bats. They were all low on nutrients. I really appreciated seeing Dick Grayson as Robin. Um, one thing though, man, Metallo, great Superman villain, fine, right? His whole stick is that he has a kryptonite heart. Mm-hmm. At what? At some point, you would think that all the villains would have that as <laughs> the part of their suit or costume or something. It's like uh, you don't need a lot. Like he yeah. has a lot, but you don't need a lot to hurt Superman. Yeah, barely any. Yeah, so everybody just needs to. <clears throat> all the villains need to attack Metallo break up the kryptonite between all of them and then beat the shit out of Superman. What if, what if Superman isn't really weakened by kryptonite? He just thinks it's really icky. <laughs> like <laughs> like something like he's so he's, <laughs> he like pretends, what if he pretends to have a weakness just to make everybody feel better about this? <laughs> what? Yeah. Just was thinking about like, you know, Nicole doesn't if the dog throws up she's not going to clean it up so I'm yeah. saying like that's she's like oh my weakness you know <laughs> so he's like ew no I hate yeah, me no. <laughs> <laughs> do you know uh, what that is on, on my home planet yeah just fossilized dog shit but um, <laughs> I you know the only part that I had difficulty with I think it's Villain attacks in a lot of DC comics are just so random. So, like, I know that they kind of talk about it a little bit. The first issue, bringing up this other character that I didn't know about. I didn't know if there was a lot of history with this main bad guy that's in this. I know Mm -hmm. that he's 
the like spirit, the evil. You know, I, I don't know if he prompted Poison Ivy to attack the Daily Planet. Always the Daily Planet. Yeah. Uh, and my, and, and to my knowledge, he was a, a new villain uh, yeah. because he carries over into the main continuity with what they have going on right now. Uh, okay. Just, just had going on. And so they kind of did this introduction of like, oh, the characters have known him since back in the day using this as kind of a segue for that oh that would be like the epilogue it was like years later yeah yeah got it it was cool they did like a flashback in this flashback like this whole thing is essentially a flashback but they did sort of a flashback where batman and superman first worked together to fight the penguin and the those weird weaponeers from quad or whatever those guys are Mm -hmm. um i always love it when Superman dresses up like Batman. That's funny. (laughs) Can you imagine? Like, you think you're about to just get your shit rocked, but it's actually the Man of Steel that's just going to break you in half. Of course, it's like the Batman villains never just blow him up, right? They never just like explode him. And so the one time that Penguin's like, yeah, just toast him, just everything you got, explode (laughs) Batman. The one time he decides to do it, it's Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Just toast him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah this is bad luck man we get we did get short pants robin which i think has always been weird short pants yeah weird you sound like my dad you got them short short pants on uh yeah it was cool the- to see superman go through all the different transformations Just wild looking man well it was really weird and i always wonder i mean this is everything this is literally every piece of media that exists. But I always th- find it funny that, and maybe this is just me being like existentialist, right? But I always yeah. find, it, find it funny. It's like, no one's ever tried this before. We caught the moment. Like, this is the moment that they decided to try this. They've been around forever, but it's like, you know what? I'm just going to stab you with this needle and hope it works. Yeah. And I just, well, I've always about like, Mattel says that Superman has in the past had interactions with Red Kryptonite. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you're right. But this is the first time we decided yeah. to melt him down into one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's something about that I find really funny. With yeah. Like I said, literally everything. It's like, oh, we caught the moment that, you know, here we are. This is the, yeah. <laughs> this is the time that they're trying it. <clears throat> but it, it was, was kind of cool. Was cool. Yeah. Uh-uh. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm going through right now. I love Dan Morris Lex Luthor, man. I love that. I love silly Lex Luthor with the dome. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> dome. With the dome. With the big forehead. Like, well, you know, he has it's like the old 70s like spacesuits that have like just the glass, uh, the glass around them. Yeah. It looks great, man. It was a good first issue. The art. Yeah. Subpar. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Dan. <laughs> you really phoned it in on this one, man. <laughs> so good. Jesus. Yeah. It's cool. It was a good it was a good first issue. It definitely brings you in. In fact, it could have been it. I mean. Yeah, really. You know he's gonna live. Yeah, it could have been a fun little they could have just extended it by three pages and it would have been <laughs> a yeah. good one issue. 
the next issue, surgery on Superman. Did you notice that Batman's bat symbol symbol was like Michael Keaton's? With the little feet. No, I didn't. It has the the little feet on it. I didn't notice that. Now you know. Take it away, issue number two. Before we get there, I saw something that was talking about the little feet, why they added the little feet. It said a lot of people, when they look at the negative image, they see teeth. We're like, who the fuck is seeing teeth? Hmm. Like they see like yellow teeth, like a mouth. Yeah. The, black, the bat signal is like the hole in the mouth. And I thought, who? Yeah, no. What 3% of people changed the whole makeup of that symbol? It's a little Red feet. Heads. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> took our jobs. Batman Superman World's Finest Number Two. The Man of Steel and the Dark Knight have arrived at the compound of Niles Calder, the chief in charge of the strange band of misfits known as the Doom Patrol. But all is not as it seems. While Batman works with Niles to cure Superman of his freakish transformation, a side mission to track a mysterious figure known as the Demon attracts the Dark Knight's attention. And moreover, it could have have some connection to Superman's poisoning at the hands of Metalo. <laughs> Carrying that on. Oh, so dumb. <laughs> I, I did not expect them to do just straight up open heart surgery. I don't understand why. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a big like what to me. Uh, especially it's Superman, you know, like when you They're think like, of, we'll never get to do this again. So let's, yeah, just... <laughs> let's just poke around. Let's just see what it looks like. Oh gosh. Do you think with a sample of Superman's blood, if you just drank it, you could become Superman? Nah. If you injected it? Nah. Well, what, you know, it comes like, it comes from the radiation of the yellow sun. So what part of him creates the superpower? The penis. <laughs> that's how he flies it just leads him around <clears throat> i know it's interesting I'm, to see his interior physiology though i'm not a yeah. physician but it didn't look right <laughs> yeah it's it gonna be whale hard that that one part definitely was i was like how did they even cut him open you know is he that i don't know that, that whole part was they had kryptonite weapons oh. not weapons kryptonite scalpel weapons they just like jab and swords did they i didn't pay that much attention yeah okay this is where i said like usually the batman and superman's relationship is superman loves batman it's his bestie and then batman is like apprehensive or tries to play it cool Mm -hmm. and this batman is their friends man yeah he's worried about his friend yeah be careful my buddy I can appreciate seeing a, a little bit more of a vulnerable Batman. I know some people don't like that. Well, Batman's not supposed to have feelings. No, he's a psychopath. He is. Yep. <clears throat> Man, I got to look at it again. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through it too. I love that they showed the other Justice League members. That was cool. Even though it's just, I guess it's just Flash and Wonder Woman. Yeah, for this one. Yeah, it's kind of funny. He was like, it's not in his heart. It's like you did an open heart surgery to find out that it was in his blood. He hit him <laughs> with a syringe, man. Of course it's in yeah, his blood. Right. <clears throat> the background of this main evil guy was... Okay. I mean, all right. Sure, man. He was just real mad at his daddy. 
Yeah. Any yeah. issues. What a terrible person. He's evil. Devil Niza. One thing that I thought was cool was like <laughs> continuously, even in the beginning, in the first issue, Batman's just like, hey, Robin, go chase that down. Hey, Robin, go do this. And Robin's like, I, what? Just a, I'm like a 17 year old kid, man. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, go do it, man. And in this, yeah. it's it's very super friends, very early like Batman stuff. He's like, we're going to split up. Robin, I need you to meet with the House of G, which are, which are like a thousand years ago. Whatever. Yeah, in the past. Figure it out. That's how my boss treats me. Actually. <laughs> he's just like, Let's figure it out. I just need you to meet with him. And he's like, what? I can't do that. And then that's when we get introduced to Supergirl. Love the Supergirl uh, suit design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, uh, they have a funny back and forth, which is good. Yeah, we never we never really seen that interaction with them, or I haven't. I'm sure there are countless books, but I haven't seen you know that that interaction between the two of them. So it's cool to see that they they have a history with each other. Invite uh, comments, man. Yeah, right. And I love the way they handle time travel in this. Very again, like super friends. Yeah, they don't really handle it at all. They just no. They oh, just there's a crack it. here. I'm gonna follow this. They just do it. Yeah. She can see it. If anybody can see it, it's going to be one of these Kryptonians. And she's like, yeah, I can see a rip in the time space continuum. I'm just going to go through it. I've done it before. And that's, this is part of that. Just like carrying folks. (laughs) I was just like, it's funny because she is obviously, you know, the way that they fly, they fly to be aerodynamic, but Robin and then later Batman are just carried like they're just holding them below them and they're not yeah. getting blown back. Are they flying really slow? How fast are they flying? No wind resistance. What's happening? Yeah, they're like they're like standing straight up. Yeah. Batman and Robin are. Cameo from Billy Batson. Yeah, interesting cameo because nothing really happens there. Shout out to the Fury of the Gods. And yeah, and I really like his like his mouth is sealed, so he can't say Shazam. Well, yeah, but even when it's not, they bring him somewhere and then they don't really talk about it again. Nah, fuck that guy. We already got Superman. Why would we need Shazam? Because Shazam is cool as shit. He is. And probably more equipped to handle magic stuff than Superman. Right. I love that earlier they're talking about magic and Superman's just like magic. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) I like that too. Like the one thing that could hurt him. They they once, yeah well yeah that's weird <laughs> uh, we get that sequence which is strange but then the sequence where they go back in time is equally as strange yeah they get what jumped is- by the asian justice league <laughs> they're very elemental you know yeah because they gotta be gotta be. can't have eastern eastern characters without being one with the elements right Simple misunderstanding. That's obviously. It. Yeah, it always is. Come in here with your future talk. Get Leotard. There was a dialogue between we don't get a lot of history between um Supergirl and Robin, but she says she's like obviously being facetious. He says, nice pants. And he says trying them out, but then she says, We're on a mission. So it's like, what what? <laughs> she brought the conversation up. I just thought it was weird. Like, there has to be something that happened between them. 
Yeah, well, they kind of go back and forth, but it's all nonsense. Yeah. But, yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah, they get into a fight about this date that they went on. I think I do. I did think that the nice pant, just because we always see Dick Grayson in like the little pool boy pants. pants. Yeah. <laughs> she said, she said, pool boy pants. <laughs> no, but that's even better. Yeah, pool boy pants. Oh my gosh. Batman, Superman. I think I should switch it every time. I think it should be Superman, Batman. Do it, man. Be, be your own person. Batman Superman World's Finest, issue number three. It's a twisted time travel tale of Titanic tenure and an attempt to get to the bottom of the mystery of the demon Robin the Boy Wonder and Supergirl of Krypton venture back in time to China, circa 1600 BC, running headfirst into the ancient superheroes, into the ancient superheroes known as the House of G. Meanwhile, Superman and Batman losing a race against time to save their fellow superheroes from the schemes of a new villain, one simply known as Devil Neza. Yeah. Yeah. The pacing the pacing of this book is very fast. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it has to be because you, you don't want to spend too much time because a lot of this is nonsense. Yeah, I think the main thing with this book is, you know, I know this is you know, we're on the third issue ever, right? Of yeah. this run. But there's history here. All of this that already exists, you know. So I guess it can move fast, but for somebody like me that doesn't know all that history, it's like, ooh, can what the hell's this? What the hell's this? What the hell's yeah. this? You know, when the Doom Patrol goes in and they're trying to find this like old fucking dude, old military guy. You can call Whatever him he is, man. You know what he probably is. <laughs> Nazi. Yeah. They go in and uh yeah, I do like that twist. He's like a he can live forever or something, but he has dementia. Yeah, it's Great sad. twist. It's yeah, sad. <laughs> Super sad. Even though he's a bad guy. Nice now. Um but they go in to talk to him and he can't really remember shit. Thought that was good. Yeah, and even uh negative man is like, yeah. I get it's sad, but also you try yeah. to kill us like so many times. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he kind of leads them in the right direction, helps them. The parts with Robin and Supergirl, you know, it's kind of neat, but it's, man, it's so, uh, this happens like all the time. Like the yeah. shit, if you just let me talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's a funny in in um the current there's a a book called um it's the the new Superman book, but with John, right? Valzod comes comes into the main universe to help or to get John's help. They interact with each other without fighting. Like John comes up onto Val and he's like, "Hey, man." Superman and they have a conversation and Valzad is like hey I really appreciate you just like talking to me and he's like you know I think it's kind of overdone with the superheroes just fighting <laughs> superheroes for misunderstanding I think that makes us look kind of stupid that we can't have a conversation first and I thought that was pretty funny 
Yeah. And then they made out pushing their agenda. Yeah. Biracial gay couple. Superman on Superman love. <laughs> I saw yeah, something that was talking about John Kent. It was like, you know, people saying like, oh, well, this woke agenda book isn't selling well and that's why they're changing it's like actually it sells really well um yeah, it's actually doing doing fine yeah they're changing it because they change all the time you got to go back to clark kent man you can never you're not gonna ever steer too far away from clark kent <laughs> yeah i mean that's just the way it is and that's the way it'll always be but that was a great book uh yeah. Anyway, and now and now in this book, he's about to be electric blue Superman. So this book's gonna be even better. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Uh, in this issue, we get the action figure Batman flying with Superman too. That, that's funny. It's funny to yeah. see that. <laughs> so it's so silly because it's funny because you know Superman's always got like a smile on his face. He's just enjoying it. And this yeah. is the moment where he's like, well, this is why I keep you around because you're the detective and I'm. A- yeah, you're smart. I'm dumb. Even though uh, Superman's not dumb. Superman's actually really smart, too. Right. How, how can we how could how could you possibly be a journalist and be dumb? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We get to see Flash. Dumb. He fucks up. We get to see Wonder Woman. Dumb. She fucks up. Yeah, we don't really see them again, though, right? No, that's weird, man. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> like, they don't save them. No, they deal with uh, GL, and that's it. There's yeah. some missing pieces in this story. They might, they might offhandedly show them in the back. Well, I only say that because they're dealing with GL here, and then there's this sequence with Alfred. They got the 89 Batmobile in there, but there's a sequence with Alfred. Oh, and then we got the demon guy behind him. And it, Batman even says to him earlier, like, oh, you're too good to, like, of yeah, course you, you wouldn't how see do you know about these heroes. Yeah. You, you wouldn't know about the conniving nature because you're too pure. Oh, yeah. It's Alfred. Yeah. 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 So Al kind of is corrupted, but even that doesn't really. They never talk I, about it again. Yeah. I never remember having stakes for that. But I don't know. he is a. Uh, the demon devil Nez Nezra Neza Nezra Zeta. whatever he is Neza Neza the bad guy has possessed Green Lantern. What a great uh-huh. character to possess! I love that classic Green Lantern too. Yeah, man, that's a good looking Hal. I don't even like Hal Jordan. What? God, yeah, I get that almost every time. <laughs> I like Hal. It's fine. This book was good. Hal's not my Green Lantern, though. Nah, me either. This book was good, though, man. We get a lot. It's fast-paced. A lot of stuff happens, you know, because at the end of the last issue, they were in hell. Now they're not. It was an illusion. They're safe now. It's just a lot of stuff happens. Hey, there's Mm -hmm. the Flash. Oh, he's okay. Hey, there's Wonder Woman. She doesn't even get to talk. Not really. It's not really okay. He's trapped. Forever. Hey, he's trapped in a dirty mirror. <laughs> and then now we have to fight Green Lantern. Superman and Batman versus Green Lantern, they would probably beat the shit out of him. I do like, so now we're getting into the next issue. I'll go ahead and say it. 
Batman Superman World's Finest, number four. As Robin and Supergirl race to retrieve the secrets of the devil Nessa from the ancient China, from the ancient China, not just ancient China, the ancient China. The. Batman and Superman get more than they bargained for in the present. To save humanity from the fires of the demon, the world's finest must go toe-to-toe with the protector of 2814, Hal Jordan. Good old Hal. Yeah, so we get this sequence of them fighting. Um, Yeah, I love this. (laughs) Batman at one time is like, don't you miss the days when we could just hit him with a yellow brick? (laughs) That was great. I was like, dude, that's fucking hilarious. That was great. And I guess his powers are in imbued with magic so he could fuck superman up yeah you know whatever plot armor but that's kind of cool yeah. to see him go to toe go toe to toe with superman because his powers are ridiculous anyways now he could beat the crap out of superman too mm. uh dick grayson gets lost in time it's weird yeah Bye. Gets dropped yeah this the there was the combo man part of this book was very interesting and out of nowhere. Yeah, they came out of nowhere. Well, he had the philosopher's stone. Uh huh. And I, that's what I attribute it to. The philosopher's stone combined them together with the willpower of the ring. But, yeah. Which I thought that was something like, is that his main weakness now? Is that anybody they- with a good, strong will? They've done it before where Batman has taken the ring from Green Lantern because he has more willpower than him. Then why does Hal Jordan have the ring? Why doesn't Batman have the ring? Batman doesn't want it, dog. Riders be better. That's a stupid that's stupid. Batman Batman doesn't want it. He doesn't need that weakness, man, in his life. Yeah. I just need to be a regular person. No, man. <laughs> it's okay, Batman. You could be Yeah, yeah take a take a night off, man. Yeah. You could be the green knight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like I said, there's a there's a Dragon Ball Z fusion moment between Vegeta and Goku. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I loved it. Also, <laughs> and Green Lantern, the Superman Batman symbol combined was super clever. Yeah, whoever came up with that, it's really great. So it's also so you know they've combined before mm-hmm. to composite Superman, which is just like split straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. Superman on one side, Batman on the other side. Love that character. I thought that that's what was going to happen when I first read this. I was like, oh, this is great. We're about to get composite Superman. Doesn't make any sense, but cool. He's going to be the shit out of What do you, what do you think their penis looks like? <laughs> One half is black. The other <laughs> half is red. <laughs> One smaller than the other. It like cuts off halfway. I'm going to say right now, I was like, this is going to be great, man. Composite <laughs> Superman is going to beat the crap out of Green Lantern. But no, they combined with Green Lantern also. Um, and you don't even realize, but the Green Lantern part is the weakness of it. Mm. Like the whatever power is left in the battery is how long they can stay used. Yeah, the costume design was really fun, though. Yeah, I thought it was when I first saw it because this image was teased before the issue came out. It's sort of like a to get people interested in what was going on. I thought it was a Captain Planet situation. Like he was combining <laughs> with Flash, yeah. Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, because he has like the, and I think it was intentional. I think they wanted you to think that because um, the lasso. lasso down there, obviously a lot of red for the helmet mm-hmm. and the shoulder pads. 
Uh, looks great though. Yeah, I remember making fun of this though when you show when you tweeted that image. <laughs> looks great. What? Devil Nezza has a bunch of characters. Um, Martian Manhunter. Anytime I see Martian Manhunter, I'm like, it's over. He's like the most powerful character in my opinion. Not so to mention Light of Manch. Yeah, not to mention Firestorm. They could turn any element into anything. Yeah, that seemed like a pretty heavily stacked team. Yeah, another Wonder Woman. Black Canary, sure. Red Tornado, sure. Wally is a Flash, so... It looked like he straight up blew Red Tornado in half, too. I know that's just the way they animated that explosion, but it looked rough. Yeah, he definitely looked like he got destroyed. Both like, of them oh, look like they got killed. <laughs> he's a robot. He's fine. I don't actually... This part moves so fast that, you know, I don't even remember him actually doing anything to the Flash. In fact, I'm looking at it again and don't really see what happened with the Flash. Me either. Oh, he stops in mid-run. I don't know what he does to him after that, but I would imagine that would break his legs. <laughs> He's running all around the city, and then he instantly stops his legs. It's just like, what I? <laughs> I just imagine that it just comes clean off, like at the at the freaking shin. I think they did that in the Dark Knight Returns with Flash, Jeez. right? I, think I don't they, remember. I remember them breaking his legs really bad. He beats the crap. They whoever, whatever this team is called, he beat. They beat the crap out of him, and then they go to outer space, straight Dragon Ball Z fashion. They're fighting in space. Mm-hmm. And then the Batara earrings deactivate and they split again. Yeah, and they're they're about to get their shit rocked and then Supergirl comes in, saves the day. And everybody knows Supergirl is more powerful than Superman. Yeah, of course. So I'm surprised. Surprise attack, <laughs> sure. And so she knocks him in the next Tuesday. I just have always found it funny. Like, does this guy know that Batman's just a human? Is he applying the same pressure on both hands? Or is Batman getting like the raw end of the deal? Or is Superman, again, just playing it up? Just like his weakness to Kryptonite. He's just like, oh, (laughs) it hurt me. Oh, no, this hurt so bad. He's like a bad actor, too. Like, ooh, 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 ouch, 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 ouch. That'd be great. I I skimmed through all of the Supergirl, Robin... And ancient China stuff. So I didn't remember that they, or I didn't even realize that they gave her this seal. Um, I don't remember seeing that, man. Yeah. So whatever. She figured out the only way to, to get rid of him is to seal him from the inside. And uh, that, ta- that takes us to issue number five. Yeah. That being said, man, I honestly do not remember that either. In fact, Me I look back and I was like, uh, I think that they just made this up for this issue. Yeah. Right. They gave it to me off panel. Yeah. Or off page. Oh, League of Super Pets only in theaters July 29th. I saw it in theaters. It's good. (laughs) Because of this issue. Yeah. Batman Superman World's Finest issue number five. The first arc of the World's Finest concludes with a shocking foreshadowing of DC events to come. The sinister machinations. Is that how you say that words? Yeah. Look at that. I can read. 
sinister <laughs> machinations of the de- of the devil Neza have run ragged the man of steel and the dark knight ever since he made his first terrifying debut in detective comics 1050 damn but what secrets does the does this villain hold for the future of the dcu nothing that synopsis is essentially just talking about the epilogue and nothing to do with the book yeah I don't know why and, I have to make that so loud when I yawn. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it ends how you thought, how you think it would. They end up beating, spoiler alert, Devil Neza. Nez, Nezra? Neza? Neza. It's a cool, I do like kind of the the weird way. So he adapts really quickly. And I think it's kind of funny, like, he's used to a certain time period. He's been buried for all this time. So Cliff steel just runs up and punches him and it he like does it's like last ditch he does not think it's gonna work a lot of the other um, besides batman is sort of taken over yeah batman and supergirl are possessed right um and it works man he slaps the shit out of this dude and it's because he's not used to robotics so he doesn't know how to block a punch from a robot. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense, but sure. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. And the same thing is like, he takes over at the beginning of this book, he takes over Superman and he's like, oh, I should have did this from the beginning. And it's like, why didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. You should have, man. Like After the first time Superman survived your first attack, why didn't you? Yeah. Even the second time, like, you had time. You could have figured it out. Superman gets free. He Superman's so fast. He has time to fly to the Arctic and back before this fight ends. That's the only cool. kind. That's the only kind of Superman you have. It's a fast one. It just proves that he doesn't need anybody else. <laughs> he <laughs> just really needs friends. But Superman says, "You know what." Fuck that seal. Fuck that temple. I got a laser beam. Yeah, I've got this cool cellophane net that I pull off of my chest. Yeah, I'm sending you to the shadow realm. And uh, he does. The end, right? Yeah, man. It's like negative zone, right? Yeah. Um, Phantom? Phantom zone. Phantom zone. My bad. Negative zone. It's Marvel. Um, I thought that was a cool twist. And I was surprised at first. This actually caught me off guard. This book did. Because I was surprised at first thinking like, oh, well, it was that easy. You know? Yeah. And then it wasn't that easy. So He's like, fuck that. And he rips through yeah. the Phantom Zone. It's got to be crazy powerful because Zod and all those other super powerful villains are in the Phantom Zone. They're just chilling. Those guys got to be pretty powerful. Playing go fish. And um, then Superman ends up just doing what he was going to do anyways, taking the weird um, off-page seal and trapping him in this temple. Yeah, that was the main deal, is that they could only seal from the inside of whatever room they were trapping this guy in. And so they were kind of trying to draw straws on who was going to sacrifice yeah, and Supergirl wanted to do it because she lost Robin in the time stream. Time mm-hmm. storm. Oh, time what's pissed. a time storm? 
Yeah, ooh, turbulence, and then she just drops him. Yeah, but then it's just it's very super friends. It's it's very it feels like an episode of TV because little did you know, Batman figured it out. Superman's alive. We pull him out, and then we see this blue arm, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. It's happening. Oh, <laughs> uh, we didn't get it. Yeah, it's free. The way he does it, too, and the way he explains it is ridiculous. But Superman seals himself in the cave. These aren't spoilers. I mean, they are, but whatever. He seals himself in the cave. He shoots himself with the negative zone and then somehow lasers it before he's transported in. Yeah. And then they use the tear that Neza tore in the negative zone (laughs) to pull Superman through on the other side. Yeah. And then that seals behind him. Yeah. And you know what? As silly as that is. And it is silly. I like silly. I'm off. You know, whatever. Sure. Yeah, Especially in a book like this, where it's just like, it happened in the past. We have to read, like, you have to understand that comic books in the past were kind of silly. So I'm glad that he kind of kept a little bit of that. Yeah, it was fine. I just think it's kind of, you know, I mean, of all ways you're going to do that to pull him through the back door. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the first saga of Batman Superman World's Finest. In the first volume, though, we get a sixth issue. Simon, do you want to read the synopsis for the sixth issue? And we'll kind of run through that. It's it's kind of a nothing issue. Filler. You're muted. thing flashed across my screen it was like i think you're muted <laughs> anyway batman superman world's finest number six the flying grayson flies through time the dark knight and the man of steel might have been victorious in their battle against the dreaded devil neza but were they though were they though more of that to come kids there's one thing they forgot in all the madness dick they forgot about dick <laughs> Robin, the boy wonder, is lost in time like some kind of chrono home alone. And to find him, Batman and Superman will need to get creative. Yeah. It's a weird weird outlier issue for sure. Yeah, it's a filler. We've had that before with the sixth issue of a volume is sort of that bridge issue. They even switched the artist up. Mark Waid stayed on as the writer and continued to be the writer uh, until now. And Dan Moore comes back for like the main book but this filler issue is illustrated by travis moore different style but i i like travis moore's style as well yeah uh this book had had stuck out for me for a while and i had made some posts about it (laughs) travis moore drew the hell out of superman's nipples man (laughs) (laughs) i thought it's funny that you say that because I remember thinking the same thing. Also, he was like, "No, we're you keep you pop that shirt off, it's staying off." Yeah, Superman. How often do we get to see Superman's just straight up nipples? Yeah, man. Why does really... he have nipples? He shouldn't have nipples. He should have some sort of alien features. <laughs> yeah, it's like little worms. He should have no belly button, no nipples. That'd be weird, man. He's an alien. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I mean, there's humanoid alien. It's not like he lays yeah. eggs. What's his? How do you know? Because he's a humanoid alien. What's his? That doesn't necessarily mean 100% like a human. He has two penises, though. He has a <laughs> corkscrew penis like a duck. Like a duck. This is a filler episode. Our issue. Robin, <laughs> this is a filler episode, too. <laughs> Robin's stuck in the past. Luckily, he found a circus that yeah. let him let him ride with him like regular yeah. circus folks would. Yeah, they were like, hey, you have a costume already? Great. <laughs> And uh, he has to solve this mystery of who's getting murdered. These people are getting murdered. Yeah, they're trying to put down these animals. He's about to shoot a lion in the head with a shotgun. They're like, no, 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 wait. The lion yeah. didn't kill your guy. Look, I can hug him. I will say, like, how nonchalant the time travel stuff was in the first, or issue three or whatever, this one is extremely nonchalant. <laughs> Like yeah. they don't even show them traveling in this one. To yeah. almost so much where I like had to go back and make sure this wasn't a dream sequence that I was reading. Uh yeah, and this is like the penultimate like goofy Bruce Wayne because yeah. he is not wearing the cape, he's doing acrobatics, he's just smiling while he walks across the tightrope, you know. It's very silly. Very silly. And then, yeah. but then we get our shirtless man of steel, which was all worth it, baby. So good. Cause you know, Batman's like, everyone is assuming Robin's dead. Batman's like, no, he'll leave us a clue. Yeah. And then it's just like, Hey guys, come find me. Love Robin. <laughs> and then he's I there. Would, I always do think that's a really neat. I, I love that like leaving messages in the past for the future. Yeah. I've always thought that was a cool feature of any time travel movie, but too. it is silly. But for me, it was just like, it it wasn't even really a clue. It was just like, yeah. we are trying to do that. <laughs> That's I'm, what we were doing. Basically, all you're getting is that I'm alive. Yeah. And then they explain that they used it as like a tachyon mapping, whatever time travel mumbo jumbo they use. Uh-huh. But yeah, Strongman Superman with the nibbles out. Solid. He draws them, man. Drives more. Nipple enthusiast. <laughs> but that's, oh, that's what this issue is. They're trying to figure out. But before Robin leaves, he needs to figure out who, who done it. Scooby-Doo issue. Yeah, it's very funny because Batman's like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's <laughs> we'll, do it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, and Before. the whole time, like, Superman's flying around putting out these fires and stuff, and I'm like, these, they, none of this has any effect on the timeline. Like, these people aren't going to talk to anybody about this stuff. Right. Yeah, later, they're like, it's crazy. No one even noticed you flying around putting out fires. Yeah, crazy Nobody. circus folk. No one's going to listen yeah. to those crazy circus folks. Yeah. And then the issue ends with the three pals going back to their time train to go back home. Time train from Back to the Future 3. <laughs> I thought that was the coolest shit ever when I was yeah. a kid. Same. The next big story arc is called Boy Thunder. It's about Superman's sidekick with the very original name. Nothing to do with Boy Wonder. <laughs> 
But Boy Thunder is Superman's sidekick that we didn't know about, who was introduced in another flashback. Which I wish that you would have read that because the that's like a that storyline has an M Night twist to it. I read a little bit. What a twist! I read one or two issues, I think. But that's it. That's volume one. Batman Superman World's Finest Time. What do you think overall, man? <laughs> to be completely honest, uh, I love Dan Moore's art. And I'm sure that our writer, Mark Wade, Mark Wade puts in a lot of work. Yeah, he's, I I love, mean, his, his flash run was wild. He had a daredevil run that was so good. This, uh, it wasn't a bad by any means. It feels extra rushed yeah. to get a story arc out. I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't, I don't hate that I read it. Does that make any sense? That's yeah. the best. I don't know. That's what I can say about it. I didn't hate that I read it. thought it was interesting. I like Batman and Superman, so. It just reminds me of like a, a hokey Super Friends, modern modern take on like a Super Friends story. Yeah. Uh, which I don't hate. I agree with you. Dan Moore's art, I would, if it didn't have any words, I would read it because I like yeah. his art so much. So that's a huge selling point for me, as it is a lot of times. Uh, pacing was good. Character was good. I mean, you know, a lot of times I try to think about the characterization of these staples. And even though Batman was silly Batman, it still fits. That's part of his character at some point of his, you know, mythos. Well, and I like to see little things with Superman as well. Like you said, when he's like, "Ugh, magic, you know, it was just kind of funny, you know, not really expecting that to come out of him. So, yeah, I was a huge fan of Robin Dick. Big Robin. Just because we haven't seen a lot of them. And uh, I almost forget that he was the first Robin. Yeah, it was cool to see him in pants. Yeah. And his little boy shorts. Yeah. His little fairy, (laughs) fairy sandals. If you guys can't tell how we felt about the art, it was absolutely atrocious. Yeah. I recommend reading reading this with your eyes closed. (laughs) Let's grab this bad boy. Yeah, let's do it. If you don't have the Wednesday Pull List official grading chart, join our Discord, go to the FAQ, scroll up to the top. Do the honors, Sam. Go first, my man. Yeah, I'll go first. I'll do it. I'll do that for you. Uh, I'm going to give it an E1. Mm. Usually my the way that I rate is when I'm thinking about toast. I'm not going to put it back in the toaster to bake it anymore. Like, if it's lightly yeah. toasted, I'm not going to put it back in. That's a waste of time. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy this little bit of crunch that I've got <laughs> and move on with my day. And I, this book is very much that for me. Like, it's not bad. Dan Moore, as we said, terrible artist, but the rest of it is really good. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, Dan Moore kills it. Uh, Mark Wade, I feel like with what he had to work with, did a good job. I mean, there's a certain kind of mythos that you have to deal with. You know, this is a flashback, so obviously there aren't a lot of stakes. Yeah, and I feel like they were supposed to keep it, like, hey, keep it in line with, don't don't go too crazy. Yeah, it's a little hamstrung. We just need you to introduce this character, essentially. 
seeing uh the doom patrol all that like there's a lot of cool parts in this book but at the same time it moves a little bit too fast there's shit that's missing like i said the deal with the the seal i don't remember them talking about that again they don't actually rescue wonder woman and flash yeah the alfred Uh, thing was weird yeah the alfred thing just leaves you know if that's a callback that shows up later in the series Okay, I can see why it's worth it, but it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. So, overall, the book was, um, it was what it was. It was an interesting little read, great art, um, and it's got Batman and Superman, and they both have a good sense of humor. It's not like, mm, sad, they're not trying to punch each other in the face. So that's, yeah. Yeah, that's Batman's not trying to pull one over on them. Yeah. Uh, I'm going A5 for similar reasons. It was good. I mean, I liked it. Like you said, it was fast-paced. Very simple. I love Super Friends. I love Batman Brave and the Bold. I love hokey DC superheroes. So that's why it kind of scratched that itch for me. Um, but yeah, I I, I, I enjoyed it. I also, it, But it's also one of those things that's like, if I didn't read it, I'd be fine too. Right. You know, and I don't mean that as a slide. It's just like it was a it was a fun read. Yeah, but we tend to well, I tend to enjoy like a lot of the indie books that we bring on things like that. Every once in a while, these major uh, one of the big three will show up and be like, "Oh my god!" You know, yeah. this is amazing. But I don't know. Most of the time, they're pretty standard. They got to play it safe. So yeah. Yeah, and I do like to sneak in these Batman, Superman, Spider-Man books when we can, because a lot of times they're so tied up with like the main continuity or big, huge events that are going on. So anytime right. we do get a book like this that is kind of an offshoot, um, we like to check it out just to stay on trend with, um, you got to have a Superman, you got to have a Batman. Yeah. You y'all don't review Batman and Superman? I ain't listening. Yeah, we got at least one of them. That's all we got. We're circling the drain. So I'm working the people find you. Uh, well, my exact location is, uh, 943 degrees North. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just stupid. I, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Sime underscore on underscore toast. Simon portraits.com. Not a lot going on there, but if you want to poke around, that's fun. Um, yeah, mostly I'm I'm on the socials, so come find me. Yeah. Wednesday poll everywhere, all the social medias, Wednesdaypoll.com. Check it out. Uh if you got time, leave us a friendly review, preferably five stars wherever you listen to your app, uh your podcast. Yeah, we need we need those stars, man. Yeah, all of the stars. Other than that, we'll see you guys next week. Um bye. Okay, everybody, it's Michael E. Cullen II. And I'm Sesame Encarta from the All Too Real 2 podcast. We're passionate about movies, TV, and pretty much all things pop culture. Dive into the chaos of failed sitcoms, direct-to-video sequels, and the quirky realms of cinema and TV. Join us every Thursday for your dose of All Too Real 2 entertainment. We'll guide you through debates like whether Howard the Duck qualifies as a superhero. Ponder if Larry the Cable Guy could be the new rock 
or Schwarzenegger. Discover if some shows and movies should have stayed in the cutting room. Ever heard of a sitcom featuring that dictator with the funny mustache? Well, we watched it. We're dedicated to unraveling the peculiarities of pop culture, sometimes with awesome guests. So, if you're into the eccentric world of pop culture, listen and subscribe to All Too Real 2. Available wherever you find podcasts and on Age of Radio.